Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business sustainability. And our guest this week, well, she's got the solution your business needs so that it can have its next big breakthrough. This is Small Business Celebration. Welcome, where we're celebrating small businesses for big breakthroughs. Hello, Visioneers, and welcome to our Patreon page. And our guest this week is Christina Springstead, the owner of Springstead Solutions. Welcome to our Patreon page. Thank you very much. Now, Visioneers, if this is your first time, we like to play a word association game. I have a random word generator app here on my phone, and I have no idea what the word that is going to come up that Christina has to somehow associate with her business. And more importantly, neither does she know the word shall we oh we shall <laughs> okay our first word is oh headline 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 oh headline what Man. would be a good headline for you and your business great headline would be springstead solutions comes in and offers services that saves the day for many businesses who are on the verge of going out of business well okay so we've just no. taken up half the words of the yeah. copy <laughs> It's a lot of it's a lot of words saying very little. The headline. The headline. What or, or what would be the headliner of your business? The headliner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the number one thing that people come into your business? You've got some kind of a five jar program thing, right? Profit first. Oh, first solutions, a certified mastery level profit first firm. Love it. Perfect. <laughs> well done. Well done. <laughs> See, it's not that hard. Okay. Well, this word, next word is easier. It's quite clear. Clear. Springstead Solutions works with business owners so that their financials are very clear and they can understand what they can do for their operations. Nice. Nice. See, that was easy. Yes. Much better. Okay. Yes. And uh, dodecahedron. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. And your final word is yes. welcome. Welcome. Christina and her team made me feel very welcome when we came on board with them, and which in turn let us feel that we. Uh, what? <laughs> I was going to say, what is there. this, a Yelp Please review? Keep, it is. Please, uh, <laughs> Christina looks forward to welcoming you to the Springstead Solutions family. There it is. <laughs> See, not that hard. Pressure. <laughs> yes. I get her under the lights. <laughs> I don't even mind. It's um, fine. And if it, well, I appreciate you being a great sport here yeah. on our Patreon page. If visitors want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? They can visit me at springsteadsolutions.com. And from there, you can find my Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn pages. Phone number is 661-615-3140. And Visioneers, thank you so much for supporting us here through our Patreon. We simply couldn't do a small business celebration without you. And until next week when we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. The winter season is rapidly approaching. But are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clareau Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. 
Give Claro Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Claro Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at clarotire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Claro Tire at 661-324-6069 today. I'm here with Christina Springstead, the owner of Springstead Solutions, and our visionary question comes from Cynthia who asks, while progress is being made, I'm finding it hard to find women business leaders I can readily identify with. Where have you gone to find the leaders you emulate? Mm, this is an excellent question, and I love how she words it, readily identify with, but not mm. just that, be able to trust. Mm. Uh, that is something. Why is that important? Because being in business and, yeah. and putting all that is vulnerable, mm. and you you know if you really want to move forward and do that, you have to face all of the things, your successes, but also your failures or your weaknesses, and right. and who wants to express that to someone you might not be able to trust? So, right. and this is such a small community, which I'm from the Midwest. I'm from eight thousand people. That's small. I don't know how half a million is small, but it is <laughs> right. small. Right, right, right. Um, and you want to make sure that who you're working with and identifying with, you can trust and share those things with. So, I love the question. Um, for me. Right. I have served in a lot of things, and uh, the Bakersfield Women's Business Conference was one of them. I am heavily involved. Um, actually, was advisory board for a little bit, just uh, now back on the board. But that was what I wanted to do, a woman in business. That is what mattered to me. That's where I needed coaching. And so I found that organization, attended, then wanted to get more involved. And from there, I just recognized having a community of women that were going through a lot of the same struggles. So although, yes, there were people who worked for corporations, there was also entrepreneurs, and there was people trying to build their business, and there was small scale, large scale, everybody in between. So right. I had someone at almost every point of life, business life that I was gonna go into to reach out to. And from there, then I started looking for masterminds. And you know, I have some of my best groups are not here locally, which mm. is actually really nice to find some people who aren't in your community and you right. can share even more things that you might not <laughs> want to share with the people within your community. So I've actually found it's not just one place, it's multiple places and finding an organization that at the heart of it is going in the direction that I want to go and looking for the niches and the communication or connections there. You started off working here at QuickSigns mm -hmm. and then you made the transition to your own business. Yes. Being an employee, is very different than being a business owner. Mm -hmm. What was the, the big breakthrough from when you made that transition that affected your business? What's interesting enough is I was an employee, but at that point in time, I was actually poised to potentially buy quick signs. Oh, so, you were going to buy the business? Yes. Okay. So I went to Rebecca and said, you know, hey, I, I never thought I wanted to be a business owner. I always wanted to be someone's right-hand side. Right. And, and I think that was a lot of insecurity when I was younger, imposter right. syndrome, all the things. I thought I never want to be out in the forefront, also exceptionally shy. Right. Um, but you just hit a certain age and you've got family and you realize you do want more than that. So I was mm. actually poised to figure out how could that transition happen. Right. And we're a small staff. I've been here for a decade and there's, over, there's turnover, which is actually really devastating for a small company. So I have right. such a heart for people with just a few employees, especially when they're running some sort of shop like a sign-in right. shop and, right. and deadlines don't really care what happened nope. um, within your business. So it was one night and um, one of our print production guys, we got the call from his mom that he had passed away unexpectedly mm. over the weekend, which was devastating within itself. Right. 
we were here working ridiculous amounts of hours to meet client deadlines. Um, and Noe, who is the current store manager and I were talking, it was like seven o'clock on a Thursday night. And we we're sitting there having, how are we gonna get through this? How, how do we deal with the emotions of losing someone, but also business has to go on, just all of that. And God audibly told me, this is not what I have for you. I have been setting you up in this other thing that you have a passion project for. And it was in that moment of really being vulnerable about where we were and what that meant, that it was just spoke to me. It was audibly spoken to me that this is not your path. And then I had to go and say, so change, uh, change of plans. Change of plans. Um, but that allowed me to still stay involved in the business, which I think was you know, part of it. So it was a very sad reason that that yeah. epiphany came through. But right. I think a lot of times when you have those major life-changing epiphany moments, right. they're somehow tied to something that wasn't always the most, the, the greatest thing to go through, right? Right. So. You mentioned a moment ago imposter syndrome. Mm -hmm. And imposter syndrome as a phrase I think it's overplayed a lot, especially with a lot of developmental self-help books, to the point that it means nothing. Mm -hmm. And yet, this is something that's very real for you. This is something that a lot of business owners struggle with. How have you worked with this, dealt with this, and, and managed to grow because of it? Mm -hmm. It's funny you say that, because imposter syndrome, I actually had to look it up, because okay. I agree. It's, it's, a, it's a buzzword, it's a key thing right. that everybody's talking about, and you you get the concept when people are talking about imposter syndrome, like you, yeah, we understand because it's talked about so much. And what is it? it? So what I read was that you don't believe that you are qualified mm. and know enough or could be an expert in the field of what you're working in. And Even though you, feel, you already know a ton about whatever mm -hmm. it is that you're, you're involved yes. with. Well, I'm going to partner that with what I'm going to call extreme perfectionism, which I suffer <laughs> okay. from. And, and I say there's perfectionist and then there's extreme. And I would say I have that OCD of extreme perfectionist. Okay. And so understanding that I'm not perfect, I want, really want to be, <laughs> right. understanding that I am not and that there's always something that you're learning and that there's, you know, in, say in the bookkeeping world, right. you could get 100 bookkeepers in the room and they'll tell you they could do something 100 different ways to get to the end result, right? right. And they would all argue that this is the best way. Right. But at the end of the day, they all can get you to the same point. Right. And so as an extreme perfectionist, I want to be right out the gate right away. And that's not a reality in life, let alone in your business. And so I think I have always thought someone else could do it better than me. Someone else who maybe appears to be very confident out in public, right? And, right. and apparently that is me. Like people are saying, I would never guess that you're shy or everything. And I'm like, I'm dying inside when I'm out about. <laughs> right, right. Now I have come a long way from that and I credit that to doing it scared. And that mm. meaning is when I'm having a conversation with someone that it's okay to say, you know, I don't really know, but let me look and find out because I will do that. I will go out and do my best work to find that and so and to be transparent and understand that no matter how confident you find someone no matter what room you're in everybody is suffering from that same thing and maybe not in the same area as you but it, it really is a a me too kind of thing like everybody there's no one and i always thought that i was just like this anomaly that i had it so bad and no one else could understand right and that's not true my wife gives me a hard time about this all the time, and in a very playful way, is that she knows that I am very much an introvert. Mm. You'd never guess it by watching. <laughs> but 
she she likes to tell people that you know the dragon has gone into his lair, which is me decompressing and mm -hmm. turning off the lights and going. How do you work with with imposter syndrome and also this extreme perfectionism? Because I can imagine you're doing a, a balance sheet and that one penny mm. keeps showing up, and you've done this 17 times and it drives you nuts. How do you? deal with people, how do you deal with the imposter syndrome, and how do you deal with that annoying penny? Yeah, <laughs> the penny, that is no lie. I have, <laughs> I have spent probably hundreds of dollars trying to find a penny, um, which, is, which is insanity at its best. Um, but I think the way that I've dealt with that the most is, like I said, being very vulnerable and honest. Right. And, and the first time out the gate, it, it feels debilitating. It feels like you are going to be found out. You are going to be, you know, canceled of all the things. And then you recognize that it, that gets easier. And I've also found that on the other side of the admittance of whatever that feeling is in that moment is actually freedom. And I've, I've shared, I've been up and spoke and shared, you know, I have all these, and so many people have come and found me afterwards and said, I so appreciate that you shared because I feel that way too. And I've almost found a community of people unintentionally just by being vulnerable enough to be honest. And so um, at the end of the day, I deal with that. I think me being in bookkeeping is great. And especially because it's so virtual these days, you don't have to be in someone's offices. I can just be working in my office by myself with my computer and that's right. cathartic a little bit. It's right. actually really nice. And I do have the decompress as well. I can be out and I can be on as long as I have a purpose and that's what I'm doing. Right. But at the end of the day, I like to sit in silence for a while. And I think that's what I do is I recognize that there has to be a balance and I cannot be on 24 seven. When we come back, we're going to talk about the size of your business. Mm -hmm. When is it too big and when is it too small? When we come right back. The reason we're talking with Christina Springstead with Springstead Solutions is because of the financial support that comes from visioneers like you through our Patreon page. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and get bonus material, bonus information, and information that you can use to grow a strong and profitable business. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and get the information you need for your business's next big breakthrough. Simply go to patreon.com forward slash small business celebration and get the information you need today. I'm here with Christina Springstead, the owner of Springstead Solutions, and our visionary question comes from Michelle who asks, I hear grow big, grow big, grow big. What have you found as the right size for your business? That's a great question. And um, I wish I could confidently say this is the answer to that, but it has changed since I started my business. And Amazing so, how yes, that works. Right? <laughs> what I thought I was building is not 100% what I've been building, but right. I will say this much. I thought it was very fascinating when I learned the difference between growing and scaling. Ah, uh, and what is the difference? So the difference between growing and scaling is in growing, you're oftentimes bringing more resources on, more bodies, you're expending more to make more. Right. Scaling is taking what you already have and making more from that. So right. very limited, more investment, more resources. And so I think for me, what I've recognized is I had to do a real true inventory on what was I building mm. for the future me, my oh. future family, right? <laughs> I could talk about what I'm building today, but to be honest with you, I do want the American dream where I can retire and enjoy life at some point, and I'm not, you know, 18 hour days on a regular basis. So right. I had to stop and say, what does that comfortable growth look like for me? 
And so what that means is uh, I'm heavy in compliance with bookkeeping, as you know. And right. so there's a lot of compliances. If you grow over five people now, you've got to do this thing. If you grow over 10 people, you have to do this thing. Right. And so for me, it was looking and saying, I don't want to do all the compliance things over five employees. Sure. So as I am still scaling first right. and then growing, I recognize that for me, it's not having major compliance and extra red tape. It's already hard enough here in California as a business owner, but right. I don't want to get to that level where now there's a bunch of headaches and compliance. So for me, I had to say, what does 20 year old from now want and what kind of business do I want someone else to be able to run right. easily? And so that's what it was. So. It's, it depends on you. Like, what do you want? And stop and think about what you're building for future you, not current you. Part of that scaling process is knowing when to pay you. Mm -hmm. Now, you talked in the first segment a little bit about putting money aside for the rainy day fund, for the AC that went down, for the employee that you need to replace. What is this whole step two part of the process of paying yourself and are there more jars as it were to this philosophy? Yes okay. and uh, paying yourself is actually right in line with step one of saving for the rainy day okay. right so right. if we're if we're talking about the system the profit first system I'm in there's actually right. five buckets of things the money coming in the door the money for profit set aside for what's gonna happen or scaling, right. the money to pay yourself because right. you are an employee and you should be rewarded for what you're doing, and then Uncle Sam's taxes, and then right. what's left over, you operate the business in. So there's really like five buckets of things you're worried about, right. and ideally, especially if you're new and getting started, right. following a system like this out the gate right. absolutely is a game changer. I was blessed to be able to do that. I found it, followed it for my business out the gate and was able right. to hire a full-time employee within 18 months. And I had had money set aside. Thank you. Um, I would not have been able to do that if I was just kind of going with the flow. And right. you know, it, it's a very structured system. And so, but paying yourself is so important. A lot of people don't pay themselves. They want to funnel it right back into the business. And, right. and, and yes, that's important to a point, but you need to scale it up at some point to have a business and not a hobby, right? Because right. I think one thing we learned during COVID, which is, Right when I went into business, I was busy. Says people were applying for these loans and all this, and they went to try to get financing, and they made no profit because they're not paying that right. So there right. was nothing to say I have a business. It was right. more like a hobby, and it's really important to say, run your business like a business. Part of this going through paying yourself mm -hmm. is the ability to have fun with it. Yes. And you're a card shark. <laughs> You would yes. never guess this, yeah. this this accountant that likes to sit in a dark room all day. Yeah. She's not just a numbers queen. No. <laughs> I mean, cards have numbers, right? You gotta add up points. What kinds of cards do you like to play? Oh my gosh. So I love, it's basically a form of run, rummy. So okay. there's a game that our friends uh, taught us called Sets and Runs. And so I've loved okay. that. And Rumma Cubes has just come up. And right. I used to love Canasta with my grandparents. Right. But yeah, and um, Blackjack, I've learned that. So right. I, I don't, and I'm really kind if you get to, but I'm competitive. Right. So, <laughs> so that is one of my favorite things is card nights with friends. Yep. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but there is the World Gin Rummy competition in Vegas every year. I did not know. One of our former guests of Small Business Celebration, Mario Dellis, okay. owns that. Oh. You should go check it out. I don't know that I need to know that. <laughs> We've created a monster. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, give him my number. <laughs> well, what makes you wake up every morning and open your business? It is knowing 
that small businesses need the help that I provide right. and that I'm doing it really on behalf of them and myself. Okay. So I am there for a true service and small businesses need this right. and small business owners need this. Right. It, it is a personal and professional beneficial type system. And so knowing that I am making a positive impact and that's the domino effect that I can help a small business, which can then help their community, which can then take care of their employees. That is why I wake up every day and do it again. What do you have to say to the business owner that's having a really rough day, week, mm. month, uh -huh. year? year. Mm -hmm. The thing that I always say, and this just popped in my head, but this too shall pass. Mm. And so whatever it is that you're going through, you know why you started it, mm. and that still remains, right? The cause of what you did. Maybe what you're building, what you're building in your business is gonna change some, right. but your purpose has been there, and just remember that, that you started this for a reason and a passion, and that's still there, despite what the world is trying to throw at you. Christina, this has been a real privilege. Thank you for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you, I've loved it. How can visioners get in touch with you? They can visit me at springsteadsolutions.com. And from there, if they like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, all my links are there. Phone number is 661-615-3140. And I'll be right back with my final thought. The winter season is rapidly approaching, but are the tires on your car or truck ready for wet weather? Bakersfield's best tire store, Clarou Tire, has been serving families like yours for 80 years and installs and services the tires your family depends on when the wet weather comes. Give Clarou Tire a call at 661-324-6069 and ask them about what tire works best for you and your budget. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 or visit them at 530 East 21st Street in Bakersfield or at ClarouTire.com today. The wet winter weather is rapidly approaching. Call Clarou Tire at 661-324-6069 today. Even a Frady Cat can get the prize. As many of you know, I have a Russian blue cat by the name of Sasha. And what many of you may not know is I also have a second Russian blue by the name of Katya. And she's an absolutely wonderful cat, except she truly is a scaredy cat. If a neighbor next door is mowing the lawn, she goes and hides under the bed, never to be seen all day. Or, heaven forbid, if there's construction going on down the block, we won't see her for a week. She's definitely a contrast to Sasha. And one of the things that spring has brought is the birds back. And Sasha likes to hunt in the confines of the backyard with the tall green grass. And it's entertaining to watch him go through and he'll stalk through the tall grass and he'll chirp and yip at the birds and, and thinking somehow he's able to communicate with them somehow. And at the same time, his tail is twitching back and forth and he snap and snap and snap in the grass. And I was watching this with great delight because he can never seem to understand why very seldom is he able to catch the bird because he, he's making so much noise, he's doing so much bluster. And the other day, I was watching Katya as well. And Sasha was up to his usual routine, chirping at the birds, stalking through the grass, his tail twitching, making all kinds of noise. And meanwhile, Katya was just lying there, quiet. 
And every so often she would take a step forward, and a step forward, and a step forward, and a step forward. And then there's Sasha chirping and chirping and chirping and going through and making all kinds of noise. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, boom, there goes Katya. She gets the bird, throws it up in the air, and the bird flies away. For Katya, it's about the hunt. It's about the chase. It's not necessarily about the kill. Now this got me to thinking, how many business owners do you and I know that we seem to sit there and wonder, why can't they get any business? Why can't they seem to get any customers? Oh sure, they talk a great talk and they have a great peacock strut as they walk around the room. And yet the ones that seem to be successful are the ones that take a step and a step and a step forward. And they just don't quit. After all, even a scaredy cat can be successful. I hope you enjoyed our conversation this week with Christina Springstead, the owner of Springstead Solutions. And I hope you learned something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. And we'll see you here again next week when we celebrate another small business making a big breakthrough. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration Podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.